Gentlemen, good afternoon and welcome inside the latest edition of Across the Cavs. It is August 14th, 2020, talking some Cavs history on this date, taking a look at not only that, you know, some Cavs in the bubble, a Ben Simmons trade, and then looking at what's ahead. Always good to get podcast content when anything is going on with Cleveland. August 13th, 2001, Brian Stitt coming to the Cavaliers after a year in Boston where he averaged 10 points as a starter. And prior to that, Brian Stitt was a fixture for the Denver Nuggets. He's a starter alongside Mahmoud Abdul-Raouf, featured in the NBA 2K game on the classic Denver team. Brian Stitt was a a decent three-point shooter in two of his seasons. He made more than one per game. It was different in the 90s, even the early 2000s than it is today. He'd probably be a feature score in today's NBA. Brian Stitt is a solid ball player. Just didn't work out great with the Cavs after his season. Said goodbye to the NBA, moved on with his life. But Brian Stitt, the solid guy 19 years ago. Today, he joined the Cavaliers for the 01-02 season. And on this date in 1996, John Crotty. Released by the Cavs after 58 appearances in his season. Four starts, three points, two assists. So as a good many minutes, and he does some good things. And, you know, you like what he brings to the court. And he's a great commentator. He does a really nice job for the Miami Heat. I love Miami Heat. I love what he's capable of. And, you know, I like watching him broadcast. That's for sure. I know Eric Reed does, too. He responded to the tweet I had sent on John Crotty's birthday. But uh, shout out to him. Released by the Cavs on this day. But he had a nice year. And then going way back to 1980, Walter Jordan joined the Cavs for what would be his only NBA season. Walter Jordan, two points, a rebound, a game. Not great. Walter's now 64 years of age. And... Yeah, not a big day for Cavs history overall, but you know, Walter Jordan had his year. He got in the NBA. Thank you to the Cavs for giving him his chance. And Greg Howard was acquired from the Suns on this date in 1971. He was solid. Greg Howard, three points, two rebounds a game. They didn't have many stats. I'm looking at his stat sheet, and it is almost blank. But, you know, he's solid. He gets it done, and... And he had his year in the NBA in Cleveland. So, shout out to Greg Howard. On this date in 2008, Mo Williams coming to the land. The Cavs brought in Mo Williams. Yeah, you know what he's capable of? LeBron's first all-star companions. Big Z was an all-star pre-LeBron twice. And, you know, shout out to Mo Williams. Mo Williams got into the all-star game next to Bron. He was a replacement for Chris Bosh. But, you know, an appearance is an appearance. So, he got in, he did his thing, and, you know, shout out to Mo, brought into Cleveland 12 years ago, and then the trade of Mo to the Clippers helped bring Kyrie to Cleveland, so from one number two to the other, not only did Mo come in and do his job, he helped the Cavs acquire a superstar in Kyrie Irving before he was in the league. They got the pick, they used him, and that was that. All right, a Ben Simmons trade is a rumor, Ben Simmons to the Cavs. It's possible, and I I don't expect it to happen, but let's look at it. Here's why I don't think it's going to happen, and I know a lot of Cavs podcasts might be covering this. Ben Simmons' new contract hasn't even started yet. He's still making rookie money. Five-year contract. It's going to go up every year, $29 million the first year, 
and it's going to go up to 38 million by the end of it. And, you know, I just think it's going to be hard for a guy like the talent of Ben Simmons, still only 24 years old to, why would they trade him before his contract even kicks in? I, I like Ben Simmons a lot, but here's my other issue. If you trade Ben Simmons, you're going to have to trade Al Horford. Al Horford still has three years and over $81 million on the table. The way the only way this can happen is if you facilitate a three-team trade, get Al Horford to a third team. The third team that takes on Al Horford might be able to find a fit for him. There's plenty of teams out there that could use a big man like Al. He's 34. He's a little old. He'll be 37 at the end of the contract, but he can still play. He's still got decent enough lateral quickness. You're seeing what he's doing in Philly right now. He's been good in the restart with Ben out. He has a bigger role. Obviously, he's 34, but if a team wants a veteran that can also play on the court, bring him in. Bring in Al Horford. He can do plenty for you. I am excited to see him play against the Celtics, where he obviously starred for the previous three years. Uh, you know, he was an all-star. He's a very good big man. And Allen and Embiid together against Boston's not going to work out very well. Uh, I think we're going to see a lot of Rob Williams against Joel Embiid on that note. But it's it's hard. I mean, look at the Cavs' salary. Kevin Love is the only guy who matches up pretty evenly with his three-year and about $91 million left. Perhaps if that went to Philly as one of the main things for Simmons, along with draft picks, it could work if – Philly was actually considering it. Kevin Love is a fantastic stretch four, I think, would thrive next to Joel Embiid. You have Larry Nance, who I wish they didn't have to trade, but they may have to because of how much he makes. Larry Nance has about $32 million owed over the next three years. Now Matthew Delvadova is going to be a free agent. Dante Exum has $10 million. Maybe you can flip him. and You can join Raul Neto there. They have moves they have to make, and we're going to see what ends up happening. Maybe Jetty Austin gets flipped. I can't see it happening. Ben Simmons would be perfect for the Cavs. They might have to trade the, the young Colin Sexton, who they'll probably opt for the team option. They don't even have to pay him for another three years. We don't. They can't trade him. I, I really wouldn't trade Kevin Porter either. He's got one more regular year and two team option years on his contract. He's such a good player. He's already proven that. Can't. Other than Kevin Love... Dante Exum and Larry Nance, maybe Jetty, they got no big salaries to trade. They're going to have to trade picks. I don't know. I I think the Cavs are finally going somewhere. And Ben Simmons is great. Don't get me wrong. I think just avoid him. Don't don't fall for Ben Simmons. He's he's fine in Philly. They're not probably not going to trade him. He can shoot the jumper. It's going to limit so many players. And if they end up keeping Andre Drummond, he's, he's not an option. They're not getting rid of him beat, so he's not going to Philly. You need four shooters on the court. Collins become that. Darius is that. Jetty's become a good shooter. Larry Nance can knock him down. You need four shooters around the center. If it's Tristan, if he comes back, or Drummond, or Wiseman, whoever it is, you need shooters. Bringing in Ben Simmons is going to create a log jam. Why do you think Houston's playing so well? Russell Westbrook doesn't have to worry about a center clogging the lane. I hope he gets well, by the way. Quad injury is going to miss the start of the Thunder playoff series. Russell Westbrook has the lane to himself. He goes in, he scores. Ben Simmons unable to shoot the jump shot and having a center that uh, – Andre can try all he wants. He's not going to become a knockdown three-point shooter. He made eight, four or five this year, maybe six. I think eight maybe. But they have things they have to do. Don't – just don't fall for Ben Simmons. He's great. Don't. Just don't. And by the way, look at a, oh, a couple of old calves. 
that are thriving in the bubble. Alec Burks playing very well for the Sixers. Jeff Green giving the Rockets buckets. He even made a start for them. You know, Danny Green uh, is with the Lakers with Dion and JR and LeBron. You know, there, there's some guy, Joe Harris looks unreal. Why did the Cavs trade him for Jared Cunningham? Tell me, please. Why did we, why did the Cavs trade Joe Harris for Jared Cunningham? Why did the Magic then release Joe Harris? Look at him in Brooklyn. He was always going to be that guy, no matter where he was, as long as he got a chance. He didn't play a lot for the Cavs, but Joe Harris was a good defender. And when he actually got the chances to shoot, he scored. I watched him play once in person, Cavs Celtics, TD Garden, 2014. He didn't play a lot. But he played the fourth quarter where he had he had, he was playing with LeBron and Kyrie, and he managed to score six points in the fourth quarter. That's good. The best players in the league averaged eight to nine fourth quarter points. Joe Harris had six, three free throws and a three ball. So I love what Joe Harris does on an NBA court. I think he's got a very bright future with the Nets. I think that KD and Kyrie are very lucky to have a guy like that as part of their squad and Karras. I think the Nets are going to be fantastic. And... I just love what he brings. Joe Harris can ball. He's going 15 a game, shooting 46% from downtown. Yeah, I agree. Man, I see the comment there. Joe Harris would have made that corner three in 2017. Kyle Korver, he couldn't make it. Joe Harris, yeah. And look, it's different. It's a different role. He has freedom and confidence in Brooklyn. Jordan Clarkson, excuse me was bad next to LeBron's calves because he needs the ball a lot to score. You're seeing that in Utah. They just give him the ball and get out of the way. Clarkson, in a lot of cases, might have been looking for LeBron in the post. Clarkson can catch and shoot, but he's better with the ball in his hands, driving to the rack and getting the floater to go. And Jordan Clarkson was great with the calves for the last year and a half because he had the freedom with the ball in his hands. Rodney Hood, I don't know what happened with LeBron there, but he looked good after he was gone because uh, the team didn't look good. They were losing a lot. But individually, Rodney Hood was getting to his spots and playing like he did in Utah. Rodney Hood for Portland was doing the same thing before he got hurt. But there's just so many Cavs I've, I've watched and liked. And it's been great to see some of these guys in the bubble thriving. And I know getting the attention they never got before. But looking ahead, probably get another across the Cavs next week. That's going to do it for this edition. Zach Weiss, as always, check out the Twitter where we are right now. Is This will be going up on Apple and Spotify shortly. You see, saw it first on Periscope at Across Cavs. Until next time, we will see you. Be the fight. Draft lottery coming up. Let's go.